Welcome back to the Make Account Podcast. I'm Marcus Meir, founder of Mirror Group CPAs and the Total Control Accounting System. And I'm Tyler Warner, small business owner with a lot of accounting questions. And today's accounting questions are all about charitable donations. Let's do so, it. I hope you can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, I think charitable is one of those things that a lot of people get uh, confused about. Um, and as I'm saying that, it's like I want to add more notes to our little Google Doc here. Yeah. Um, but I think I think one thing, so I'll kind of start with some like kind of overarching themes that I think people need to leave with. And, and when we say charitable donations or charitable contributions, obviously we're talking about those in a tax sense, right? Mm-hmm. How does that affect you for tax purposes? How do you deduct them? What does that look like? So the first thing I would say to, to people is you have to understand the difference. And this is going to be totally a tax thing. I'm going to say this and you're going to be like, what's the difference? You have to understand the difference between a charitable donation and a gift. When you're thinking to myself, okay, what's the difference? That sounds like exactly the same thing. Yeah. A charitable donation is something, is a, is a contribution or money or check or whatever you give to a charitable organization. So a tax exempt organization, everybody, most people have have thrown around the term 501 C three, like that's your, you know, your red crosses of the world, your, you know, St. Jude's. And then you have your churches, which are just a totally an exempt organization where you might give your, you know, your tithe or your offering to a church. But so those are charitable donations. A gift is the best way I can describe it is something like a GoFundMe. Everybody's seen that, like, you know, so-and-so's house burned down. We're trying to yeah. give them some or, money. The example I used, a sausage po' boy. We're going to talk about oh, that. That's, that's different. different. That's, oh, that's okay. in the, We're getting in the quid pro quo. Quid pro quo rules, which I have oh, on right. my thing here. So right. think of a gift as the, the the GoFundMe, the neighbor next door who you gave a thousand dollars to. Maybe they lost their job, get on their feet, house burned down, flooded, whatever. Those are gifts, and the reason they're gifts is because they're not a charitable organization or exempt organization receiving the funds. Okay. So I've seen a lot of people hand in with their charitable donations. Hey, I gave you know thirty bucks to everybody who was pitching in. You know, so and so's house flood. It's like. Man, that's great that you did that. It's just not a charitable donation. Right. So that's two big themes I want to get across. Okay. That makes sense. So we've got charitable donation and gift. Easy enough, right? right? Easy enough. Okay. What you just brought up, and I had that as number six. Now, does gift just count as a normal? It's nothing. Okay. So gift also, also worth noting, a gift's not taxable to the recipient. So not deductible by the donor, not taxable to the recipient. Okay. Okay. So if you're the person who's home flooded and everybody gave you 30 bucks. Tax free. Tax free. Okay. But not deductible to the guy giving the 30 sure. bucks. All right. Yep. And also there's in this tax rule, there's gifts from the estate tax perspective. I'm not going to get into that, but for this discussion, we'll say charitable donation and gifts being things that are not deductible. Yeah. But no, that's a good, uh, you know, good sort of asterisk on what I'll, you know. Yeah. Because that happens a lot. Hurricanes around here, everybody... Well, it makes total sense to think I should get a deduction for that. I mean, like, I get why people say that. They're thinking, I gave charitably. And And they did. with the rise of, like, Venmo and Cash App and stuff like that, money is moving toward goodwill and altruism a lot faster. Right. But people may not realize. Yeah, they don't. And I mean, I I hate to be the one to tell them, but it's, you know, my hands are tied. (laughs) I'm just the messenger here, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what you talked about, which is the sausage po' boy, or yeah. or better yet, called the quid pro quo rules. Nice. So the charitable. Yeah, world, if you're one of our listeners who's not from South Louisiana, <laughs> everybody we don't sell we don't sell cookies or chocolate bars here. I guess we do. <laughs> we but, do that. But, but a good five dollars sausage plate, po- lunch? plate. Yeah. <laughs> 
No, I, this week we've got some friends of ours. We're buying spaghetti plate lunch. Right, uh, and know, it's a fundraiser. Yeah, exactly. That's the backdrop. Right. Okay. So anyway, go okay, ahead. Okay, so let's let's take it back a little bit. So, and this also kind of is one of the other points I want to make. If you've ever noticed when you when you give charitably, like to your church is a good example, and this is this is standard practice and best practice. Your your donation is only deductible to the extent you didn't get something in return. Okay, so that's that's the quid pro quo, right? You'll notice on your charitable donation receipt from your church, it says you got nothing. They'll even say this. You got nothing in return except intangible religious benefits. Have you ever seen that? Okay, yeah. I, got, I don't read What forms. the church is saying is <laughs> you can deduct all of this. You got nothing in return. Contrast that to when you go to a silent auction and you buy a piece of art okay. for $5,000. But you'll notice, that, and, the, and whoever's doing facilitating this auction has to do this. They'll say what the value of the art is, which is generally different, right? It's the reason you're out there with cocktails. They want you to spend five thousand on a two thousand dollar piece. Yeah, of I'm art. More, I'm more in the bake sale class than yeah. the, uh, well, I'm, than I'm, the, the high end art I've auction. Heard, I've heard about this. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't get it twisted here. Okay, so here's my point: the two thousand dollar piece of art that you give five that you that you pay five thousand. I'm using air quotes here. Oh, pay yeah. five thousand dollars for. Mm-hmm. You get a three thousand dollar charitable donation deduction, not five. Why? Because you got two thousand dollars of value in return. Okay. That's the quid pro quo rules. So that happens a lot of people think, lot like not lottery tickets, uh, raffles. Yeah. Think sausage your sausage po' boy example. Um, you bought you paid five dollars, but you got five dollars of value in return. Nobody deducts their questionable sausage. questionable. I know, but yeah. you get my point. Okay. But the, it makes the point way better in terms of silent auctions because people donate items. Mm-hmm. and to the charities for them to resale. And the charities are supposed to value them. And you'll even see this where you get a receipt and it says, hey, you paid $500 for this signed football, right? Okay. And it's worth 200 Yeah. So you should deduct $300. Like I've literally seen that, the math like that on a receipt. Gotcha. So that's kind of some stuff you need to keep in mind. Yeah, all right. That, all right. that makes sense. So, yeah, anytime you're getting something, service... Yeah, it's not well. You, it's, yeah, that's just exchange of value, right? I'm laughing because my mind goes to these episodes. I've never seen it in real life, but like it seems like every sitcom at some point in their journey does a, a auction of like a you know men or women. That right. They have oh to, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> date the, yeah, yeah. The date auction right. thing. And uh, so yeah, I'm just what like, value you yeah. I don't know. I don't want for be... those accountants. <laughs> yeah, exactly. with those nonprofits. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think that's something to keep in mind. If you can keep those two kind of concepts in intention, which is what's a charitable donation and what's mm-hmm. a gift. Okay. And you can separate that, and then you can say, of my charitable donations, what did I give and what did I receive in return? Most people, this is a non-issue, right? Mm-hmm. You give money to your church. You give money to a nonprofit. They gave you nothing in return. You can deduct everything. Yeah. And I will tell you, just as a best practice, if you don't get that letter, I've heard of cases with the IRS where the IRS will even say, hey, we won't even deny that you made that donation, but we're disallowing it because you don't have a receipt that says you got nothing in return. So I tell my clients, especially on their big donations, and you and I have talked about this, get receipts. Make sure the receipt says, I got nothing in return. It's your best defense in an audit is the organization documenting the money you gave them and that they gave you nothing in return. Very, very key. Yeah. So if you don't give much, not a big deal. If you do give 5, 10, 15, 20,000 big dollars, get receipts, make sure it has that language. If it doesn't, 
talk to the talk to the organization and make sure it, it gets revised to include that language. Gotcha. Okay. okay. All right. So we've established what we can, what we can, what do you call it? Deduct? What you can deduct, correct. Okay. All right. Yep. Walk us through how the deduction works. Okay. So, you know, if you've followed along with this podcast long enough, you've heard us talk about itemized deductions. So charitable donations are a type of itemized deduction. And what that means is you, you aggregate all of your itemized deductions. You total them up. You see if they exceed the standard deduction. I got one for you. So okay. let me just make sure I'm understanding. Yep. This is after the full, after the line. Below the line. Below the line. Correct. Yeah, after adjusted gross income. Because what we're talking about charitably, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of reset a little bit, not to get too in, much in the tax weeds, but if you as a business, let's just say you have an S-corp. So your wife has an S-corp. She gives charitably through the S-corp. The S-corp doesn't deduct the charitable. What it does is it puts it on your K-1 form, which the K-1 from a pastor entity is just the entity telling you, here are your share of the, of the company's income and deductions, okay? Then you take that and you report it on your personal tax return. We've talked about this. Pastor entities don't pay tax. They file informational returns and their underlying partners pick up the income and pay the tax. The underlying partners also pick up the charitable donation deductions and claim them as itemized deductions at the personal tax return. So you have money that you, so lots of people don't have businesses that donate. They just are, you know, John and Jane Doe who give to their church. They deduct that on their Schedule A itemized deductions, but also people who get, who give charitably within their business that flows down to their personal and they deduct it on their personal return as well. So it's an itemized deduction and it goes in the pool of all of your itemized deductions subject to that determination of whether your itemized deductions are greater than your standard deduction. Make sense? Makes sense. Okay. Um, one thing I think is is key, and the reason I brought up businesses is, so if we can hold a couple concepts in tension, right, this whole itemized versus standard deduction, you could, see, you could have a situation where you give $10,000 to charity, your mortgage interest is $8,000, and your state taxes are four. That's $22,000. The standard deduction is roughly $25,000. In that example, your charitable had a zero benefit. Get it? Yeah. Because you are going to get twenty five thousand, even if you did none of those things. Right. You had no house. You gave. You didn't give charity, and you didn't pay state tax. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. So, yeah. I say that because I'm about to lead to a different discussion, but I also want to make this other point. People get the wrong expectation sometimes about charitable. They'll tell me, "Hey, I gave a lot to charity this year. I should get a bigger refund." And I'd and I say to them, "Maybe." Yeah, I guess if you're, I guess maybe a lot of people are way under that 24. 90% of people, I, th I think the stat is 90% of taxpayers do not itemize. 90% take the standard deduction. Yeah. So if you're, yeah, if you're not, I didn't know that. Yeah. So if you're thinking, yeah, if you're mentally thinking itemized and you're typically every year way under the standard, you could have gave five, six, seven, eight grand more than you normally do, and it gave you zero be, benefit. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. okay. That's so, good. Yeah. So let's let's play that example. Are helpful. Forward. Yeah. So here's here's why I mentioned that. So I also I mentioned it because one expectations. I don't want people to go into this thinking, oh man, I gave all this money, I'm getting a big tax refund. You maybe maybe you won't. But the second thing is you need to determine advertising and marketing and promotions versus charitable. So think about your business. You go and you sponsor a, this is a very common thing, golf tournament. You sponsor a hole. Did you give charitably or did you 
promote your business. You want to say it's promotion because advertising and promotions aren't subject to these itemized deductions kind of calculations. That's just a straight dollar for dollar deduction off of your business's income. Right. If you're a business. So why is that important? It helps if you, somebody is working with you telling you these things throughout the year where you just don't casually say, Oh, we gave, we sponsored a golf tournament. We gave four grand to the local, you know, um, animal shelter for their golf tournament. And you put it as charitable, and then it doesn't even get deducted when it gets down to your personal tax return. Maybe it should have been promotions, which is probably what it should have been. Yeah. So that's a really key thing for people to understand is that these things have meaning. Is there a flip side of that in terms of compliance? Like, does the does the like does the nonprofit can they sell you something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, nonprofits, Where, nonprofits can have income and expenses related to their exempt purpose. So, like, think about a nonprofit that maybe is a, a local theater. They sell tickets to their shows. Right. That's, that goes along with their exempt purpose of providing, you know, entertainment, you know. Okay. So, yeah, absolutely. A nonprofit can sell things and render gotcha. services. Gotcha. Um, if it's in line with their mission. If it's not, then there's a, there's a separate part of the tax code that right. says you can be taxed as a nonprofit if you do things outside of your normal scope. Essentially. Gotcha. But what I want people to leave with is you need to be working with somebody who can help you or understand this concept. Right. Because the default to say it's charitable, maybe it gets deducted when it gets down to your 1040, your personal tax return, Mm -hmm. but maybe it doesn't. And maybe it should have because it really was disguised advertising, promotions, marketing, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. No, that's a good distinction because it would make more sense. There's no, I mean, you're already... Yeah, it goes as an expense if you're paying for advertising and promotion or whatever. Yeah, and what and I'll just add this little caveat: it's not considered separately stated. And the re, and so when you when you file your business tax return, that's a flow through entity. You'll have like your income, but charitable is like separate. It's like a separate line, and that's why because the determination of whether you can deduct charitable is not on your it's not at the business level. It flows through down to you personally, and you apply these concepts of itemized deductions and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that's why I want people to kind of get this concept of make sure it's done at the top level right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. All right. You want to talk about your favorite thing, your, uh, yeah. your ribbon cutting? Yeah. <laughs> all right, donor-advised funds, or um, like I, I, think, I think they're considered a private foundation. I, I get it. I'd hope so. It just sounds way better. The yeah. Tyler J. You got to throw your middle yeah, dish on there. Of course. The Tyler J. Warner Family Foundation. Yeah. That's for strong. sure. Yeah. Yeah. So one tool doesn't get used a lot because it, it's probably for high income people, high income earners slash very charitable people. Really neat tool where it's called a donor advised fund. So here in Lafayette, Louisiana, we have an organization called the Community Foundation of Acadiana. But lots of uh, like Fidelity and these different brokerage houses do this for you as well. Um, but what essentially the way it works is, which is really neat, is that you can make a charitable donation deduction to your own foundation, essentially. All right, say that one more time. You can make a charitable Don- contribution to the Tyler J. Warner Foundation. In right. your example, you could put $50,000 on the last day of the year. Okay? So you haven't given to charity, really. You've given to a foundation that... And so to be clear... I, I would you do you own the fund? I mean, somebody. I mean, uh, you're I, the guy in charge. I guess you. I, I guess. guess I'm not sure. Owns the right term. Trustee, I guess you would direct, board, maybe board president, something. something like that. But here's here's how it works. Meaning you're con- in control. You're in co- yeah, yeah. So you give the fifty thousand. You claim a fifty thousand dollar charitable donation deduction on your personal tax return. 
but that foundation has a, can wait to figure out how it then wants to dole out the money charitably. So why is that Why is that cool? Well, it's cool because you can dump a bunch of money in late in the year. I've heard of people setting these up on the last day of the year, like, oh, man, I'm going to owe a lot of taxes this year. I'm normally pretty charitable. This year make a lot of sense to be charitable. Let's be, boom. And then we let the dust settle, March, February, two years from now. Then we decide, want to give some to this organization and that organization. Mm-hmm. So awesome. Second reason it's really cool, you can time your charitable. Yeah. And we've talked about this before. Yeah. Where because of the standard deduction limitation and certain times where you donate and you get no benefit because the standard deduction was higher, well, what if you gave charitably every other year? You could, I could run the math for you real quick and show you how giving the same amount over two years, half in each year, is gets you a way less of a charitable donation deduction than giving double the amount every other year. So, again, a very cool strategy planning tool. Yeah, totally. and the fact that you're moving it into the foundation means – if you are giving to other, so the foundation can then give to other nonprofits, right? Correct. Obviously, there's that's got to be regulated to where a foundation can't just. Yeah, I mean, it's got to give it to money. exempt organizations. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, so you could cash flow wise, if you're like sponsoring something on a monthly routine, you know, yeah. whatever, you can still do that. Of course, you know. Yeah, that's just, the benefit of and it. You're gives not you- penalized for keeping an account yeah. or a balance. Yeah, because here's you what you've done is you've separated the charitable donation from the money actually hitting the bank account mm-hmm. of the charitable organization. Yeah. That's really cool. You can say 50 grand today, boom, charitable. Now if, do I want to give 2500 a month? All right, cool. Yeah. Don't or whatever 50 grand over 2 years would be per month, yeah. right? Um so there's so many cool things you can do with that. Little little use because again the use case is High net worth, charitable. Yeah, but why, it's neat. Why is that? I mean, where where would you feel like the threshold is? Oh God, it's hard to say. I mean, because um, there's a businesses out there that that I mean, is it worth doing it if you've got? I think if you make a half million dollars, I mean, I think it's probably. Well, why the like if you're gonna put a half a million in the foundation? No, or... no, no, no. I think just to go th- because because I, I would say this. Maybe not at the half million dollar mark, but that's at the mark of people where they have the cash flow to make significant charitable donations. Okay. Can I say it that way? I, th- I sure. would say this. Maybe it's not an income thing. It's a how much are you willing to donate thing. Okay. Right? Yeah. If you're giving five ten thousand dollars $10,000 a year, this is not. Right. doesn't make much sense. Yeah. If you're giving thirty, forty, fifty thousand $50,000 a year, makes sense. Yeah. And more than then, that, then you get the middle initial in there. You, well, of course. Right. Yeah. With a period. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, you know, um, that was something you and I had kind of talked about. And I wanted to make sure we. We hit on that again. Yeah. All right. I, I think that's the full gamut. What we talked about quid pro quo, which is something to be mindful of yep. if you're uh, if you're you know yep. buying something or buying something at auction. Yeah. Yeah. Just understand that if you give if you give something of value, and I don't you know what well, like we say all the time, we don't expect people to be tax accountants here. Just understand the concept. If you buy something that has value, you can't deduct everything you paid for it. Yeah. Because you got something in return. You didn't give up that much. You only gave up what was over and above the value of what you bought. Right. I want to mention one thing we hadn't talked about, cash versus non-cash contributions. So cash being cash, checks, ACH, I mean money. Non-cash is just like what everybody thinks of goodwill. So um, 
you know, just make sure you understand the difference where if you give to Goodwill, you have to value it, right? Goodwill doesn't value it. They give you a receipt that says you gave household items and toys, but you're the one who's supposed to put a fair market value on that. So it's just something to think about. And with non-cash, you can get to the point where if it's $5,000 or more, you have to have an appraisal. So that trips up a lot of people who give, you know, cars and boats and that kind of stuff. Like you got to get it appraised. You got to have somebody who says, nah, I'm not, you know, the government's not just going to take your word for it. You need a third party to vouch for the value you're putting on that. Item. Okay. So when you donate I, cap, cash, obviously the value is what you gave. Right. But that's deductible. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. You're looking confused. Yeah. I guess I'm just like, is deductible from your income? What is? I'm, I'm, I'm the, uh, <laughs> you can me now. Yeah. Like you give $500 worth of stuff to Goodwill. Uh-huh. Then that $500 is deducted from your. Correct. No different than you writing a $500 check to St. Jude's. Okay. Yeah. All right. But the, my point is you had to come up with that value in the Goodwill example. Right. The St. Jude's cash is cash, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, and so. Most people don't give a ton non-cash, and we can reasonably put a value on it that we could defend. Yeah. But I think at least if we're going to talk charitable contributions, we need to have that thought of. Right. You've heard people say, well, I gave my car. You know, that, that car's for kids. Yeah. I, I, that's the most annoying commercial you'll ever hear. Oh, but I thought you were about the cars for the blind. Well, I've that too, that. but the cars for kids just kind of gets, you know, yeah. comes on uh, satellite radio. Yeah, I had an old car. They <laughs> They took it. Did they? they come and tow it for you. Yeah, absolutely. And then yeah. They, and they'll probably value it. If, if yeah, I'm sure they, a, you they know, crush it up and sell it or something. Yeah, a service uh, who's going to take, who's in the business of taking donations is going to make it really easy to get the tax deduction. So they probably yeah. provide somebody to value it. Yeah. Um, but just keep in mind. Thought of that. Yeah, absolutely. Keep in mind $5,000 or more. Yeah. Got to get an appraisal. Got to attach the appraisal, I think, to your tax return um, to defend it. Okay. All right. Well, this is good stuff. It helps clear up some things, uh, drop some good nuggets to keep keep in mind. Um, Yeah. Go out there and give somebody something. Give something. Yeah. Yeah. Be charitable, guys. That's right. (laughs) All right. Um, If you want more episodes, they're all on the website at mirror.group, and uh, you can reach out to the mirror firm there as well. Until next time. See you next time, guys.